What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem at Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor. You don't need me to tell you what this is. It's the new Ninja Turtles movie. This one produced and co-written by Seth Rogen. In this movie, we explore the origins of the Ninja Turtles as they come into their own as crime fighters and seek to be normal teenagers. And yes, that is the biggest thing about this movie that sort of distinguishes it from other Ninja Turtles films. In this one, the Ninja Turtles are definitely teenagers. They were voiced by real teenagers, and the plot revolves around a lot of teenage kind of issues, like the Turtles want to go to high school, for example. And they have some minor struggles, with Splinter, who they call Dad in this movie, because he wants to control them too much. Then again, now that I think of it, they are 15, so it makes sense that Splinter wouldn't just let them run around doing whatever they want. But yeah, in the movie, the Turtles meet April O'Neil, and they battle a villain called Superfly, who is a mutant, with a plan to destroy all of humanity. And I have to say, I really liked this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. As someone who grew up with the Ninja Turtles back in the late 80s and early 90s, I was the perfect demographic for them in their heyday. I remember renting this Ninja Turtles videotape that contained the first four episodes of the animated series like 900 times when I was about 10 or 11 years old. And I had the action figures, and yes, I was excitedly in the theater in 1990 to see the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I grew up with the Turtles, and so here we are like 30 years later, and this is a new iteration of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a new generation. And yes, they do change a lot from the original Turtles stories, but it makes sense to me, and I can understand that over time, franchises like this will evolve. Some of the changes they made here were entirely logical and in fact helped the story along. And the movie was fun. It retains the spirit of the original Ninja Turtles while putting a new spin on it. For example, in this film, they say that Baxter Stockman created the ooze that made the Turtles. That wasn't done in the original story, but now that I think about it, it's a really good idea. Baxter Stockman was this scientist that used to exist in the cartoons. I think eventually he turned into a fly. And as far as I recall back then, they didn't explain who created the ooze, so why not make it Baxter Stockman? And in this movie, April O'Neil is a teenager just like the Turtles. She's not a TV news reporter just yet. She's more like a high school newspaper reporter. But she has dreams of being a TV news reporter. And that worked well for the story, especially considering the Turtles all have a crush on her. This new take about Splinter sort of being the father of the Turtles, I didn't quite like so much. I liked him better when he was a wise sensei. And I did like it better back in the day when Splinter actually started out as a human that became a rat. But if you think about it, that idea was sort of horrifying. So fine, in this movie, he started out as a rat that became like a mutant human. The voice actors are all good here. I liked the five principals who, again, are real teenagers. They make the Turtles feel like teenagers. And the supporting cast is strong enough to compensate for the lack of big names among the principals. Best among them is Ice Cube as Superfly the villain. You know, he's planning to wipe out all of humanity, but I still couldn't help but like him because he's Ice Cube. Like, he's really good in all of his scenes, and at one point the Turtles sort of become friends with him, and I could understand why. I mean, he's Ice Cube. He's cool. I'd hang out with this guy if only it wasn't for the whole plotting to destroy humanity thing. But other than that, he's cool. Also, Paul Rudd plays Mondo Gecko, which I found amusing. I mean, even just the fact that Mondo Gecko is in this movie was funny to me. That was one of the random action figures back in the day that I didn't actually have. And another one that pops up in this movie is Genghis Frog, played by Hannibal Burris. I just think it's a shame there was no Ace Duck here. Jackie Chan plays Splinter, and he's really good. His scenes are the funniest, despite certain changes they made with his character that I didn't care for so 
much. Jackie Chan is really funny in this movie, and I love Jackie Chan, so I'm glad he's here. John Cena and Seth Rogen play Bebop and Rocksteady, and they're fine. I was a little surprised they didn't do more with Bebop and Rocksteady, but there will be plenty of time with additional movies. My biggest complaint about this film is actually the animation style. Now, for 90% of the film, I really did enjoy the animation style. It's distinctive looking, almost like claymation, but drawn. But what I found was during high action scenes, due to the nearly experimental style of the animation, I often couldn't tell what was going on. Like, there's this big chase and fight sequence toward the end of the film, and because of the bizarre animation, I couldn't see everything at all times. I was like, what am I even looking at? However, again, during non-action scenes, I really liked the animation. I thought it was distinctive looking and innovative. But yeah, there is that fact. I'll also note this movie has a very distinct kind of soundtrack. To tell you the truth, I think Seth Rogen just used a bunch of music he listens to when he's stoned. But you know, it's hip, it's cool, and works for the film. Hey, as a guy who grew up loving the Ninja Turtles, it was enjoyable for me to be sitting there in a theater seeing the property continue on. This is the best Ninja Turtles film since the very first one back in 1990. By the way, that movie was awesome and still holds up. But then again, I have to admit I never saw the Michael Bay ones. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that this new one is better than the Michael Bay films. For some reason, I never had the slightest interest in seeing those, but my interest was piqued here, and I think that is because of Seth Rogen's involvement. Look, I noticed this when the Super Mario movie came out earlier this year. What was notable to me about that was people roughly my age who grew up loving something like Super Mario Brothers now got to make a Super Mario movie and it really worked. Well here with this Ninja Turtles film it's the same thing. Seth Rogen is about the same age as me and so I'm willing to bet he grew up with the Ninja Turtles and so he would have an actual passion or an actual drive to do a movie about the Turtles and he would take care to make sure it's done right in the right spirit. All in all despite some of my minor complaints I'd say Seth Rogen did a pretty good job here. This movie isn't too childish like say Ninja Turtles Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use, but it's also light in the right ways, acknowledging the fact that these characters are supposed to be teenagers. Hey, if you were a fan of the Ninja Turtles back in the 80s and 90s, I say go check this one out. It gets the spirit right. And if you've got kids who like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, by all means, take them to see this movie. It's a pretty good sit. I give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem a 3.5 out of 5 for this edition of Flick. <laughs>